everyone. This is our sixth podcast from Loreto BCS. Thank you for following us and keep tuned. Today we have an awesome podcast because um, a great Loreto personality is with us. So he's the best bird watching mentor and guide and has been in Loreto for more than 10 years doing this activity and showing and teaching more than 100 tourists about the bird life in Loreto, Mexico. So um, let's introduce you to Tom Holland. Thank you so much for being here. We are so happy. Tom? Hi, I'm Tom Hagland. How are you, Tom? I'm just fine. Uh, can you talk a little bit about you? Um, please, um, where come you from? How did you discover this amazing activity? Tell us a little bit about bird watching and how do you discover and learn about birds? I was born in San Diego, California, which as you know is a suburb of Tijuana. So I've been coming to Mexico my entire life in diapers in Tijuana. Uh, I discovered nature when I learned to crawl. I found nature under everything, everywhere, and fell in love with it. And birds came into my life. As a typical little boy, I had a slingshot and started trying to hit birds with rocks. And I graduated from that to just liking them and trying to learn about them. And now they're a huge, huge part of my life. Uh, I do it professionally now. I take people on bird watching trips. Uh, people are, are coming from basically, well, one 10 day period last year, I had people from seven countries. And um, bird watching is a big deal world, worldwide, globally. They say there are at least 74 million bird watchers in the United States, and that number is growing. Bird watchers will outnumber hunters and fishermen in the next 10 years, possibly less than 10 years. Um, Uh, bird watching is 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 um, encouraged to people who feel they're not getting outside enough. It's a real easy way to get involved outside. It's the low-hanging fruit of all nature. You can't you can't go and see elephants every day unless you happen to live in Africa. But anywhere in the world, you can go see birds every day of your life. And doctors are even starting to prescribe bird watching and just outdoor activity in general to people who have slight borderline mental issues and they're getting really really good results with it people who are who are depressed shall we say and start doing nature things lose their depression great so how do you discover Loreto uh, how was part of your life and when was the first time that you came here since like I said I was born in T, T San Diego and uh, just started going farther and farther south of the border as I matured. By the time I was 15, I was going to San Quintin. And one day in 1973, a guy came up to me and said, look, if we're going to go down and see that tip, we better go because they're going to pave that road and it's going to wreck it. So we went and Laredo being on the way, we spent a night there, here. And um, since then, At least once a year, sometimes far more than that, I have come to Loreto during the year. Uh, I love Loreto. It's, uh, it's got a lot of good things, and one of the best things about it is the accessibility of nature. The great outdoors is right there. You say something very important like uh, the accessibility of nature. So what other things people could see when they were here? Uh, a difference from birds. I mean, birds, it's the first thing, but we were talking about that, but what other things did you uh, encourage to people to see when they were here? Of course, we're very famous for the whale watching. Um, 
that's a new thing here, really, in, 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 in long terms. It's been under 20 years they've had reliable whale-watching guide services to take tourists out. It's a, it's a fantastic thing. If you go to the gray whales to see the babies in the gray whales between January and March, you cannot come away unchanged because here's a gigantic animal that was hunted almost to extinction coming up to a boatload of people whom he could kill with a flick of his tail, her actually usually, and it just wants to show you their baby. Excellent. So um, do you have any story or special story about people who came to birdwatching with you? I, um, I take out people of every level of birdwatching. I take out people who are almost, you might almost call them professional, but they don't get paid for it. But they're very, the numbers that they get are very important to them. And they go out and get very intense about finding this or that bird. And they have what to them are probably pretty magical moments in getting over a, a certain number of birds. Myself, I take them out and, and enjoy their company to some extent, but I think they're missing a big piece of the point, is going out and just seeing the birds just for the birds, just for the magic of seeing the birds. I've taken people out on their very, very first time out, and they see some amazing bird, and in bird watching circles, they call that a spark bird. They see the bird that lights the fire of bird watching in that person. And I love that when I have a new person out there and I see that light come in their eye when they have seen something that they never could have imagined exists. Something of amazing color or some amazing behavior, some mama feeding some babies, or even a raptor catching another bird. Those are magical, incredible moments that will stay with people for their whole life. How many um, species of bird do you do we have here in Loreto? Approx, probably because um, there are going to be I don't know how many uh, thousands or um, and even from these species, what are the species that you're going to always find in no matter what season will be, and others depend on the season. There are officially about 427 species of birds in the state of Baja California Sur. In Loreto, we get our fair share of them. If, if there's a magic number that has the total, I don't know it. Um, it's real easy to go out and see a yellow-footed gull, which is endemic here, by the way. It doesn't occur anywhere else in the world, except the Salton Sea, for some reason. Um, we can see very easily that. We can see very easily um, white-winged doves. They're absolutely everywhere all the time. And then other things we see here sometimes, very rarely, I saw a varied bunting the other day for the first time in five years. That's a crazy beautiful bird. I miss seeing them, but that's how it is. Some of them are right there on your doorstep, and some of them you got to go out and work for. And then sometimes, like I was talking magical moments, sometimes you walk out your door, and there's the rarest damn thing you ever saw right there. This is, um, this is how it is. It's, can I say crapshoot? It's a, it's a crapshoot. Crap if you don't go out, you won't see much. If you go out, who knows what you're going to see? You might see, who knows, a penguin. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> Do we have any special bird that we see just in one season, or is regularly that you're going to find always? We have a number of birds here who live here all the time. They nest here, that this is it for them. We also have a large number of birds who migrate in, usually in winter, and then leave before the spring breeding season, wherever they come from, Canada, America, whatever. 
There are some birds who migrate up and down. Some go to higher elevations to beat the heat or to breed or for whatever reason. Others go from here south in the summer. Who knows why? Uh, actually, I, yeah, anyway. We were talking about um, the if there is any special um, species of bird that there isn't here in any time. Among the migrators who come here, we have a number of species of sparrows who are only here during the fall and winter. None of the ducks that we see here are here anything other than the fall and the winter. We get geese here, most years we get some geese here in the fall and the winter. But the cardinal, that red beauty that uh, is all over the Hallmark Christmas cards, is always here. They nest here. I see them almost every day. I see gray thrashers with some frequency, and they occur only here, nowhere else in the world. I have um, Santus hummingbirds in my yard, and I see them every day. They scold me if I don't feed them on time. And they are endemic here. They don't occur anywhere else in the world. We get raptors here who follow the migrating birds down and prey upon them. We get zone-tailed hawks, cooper's hawks, red-tailed hawks, who are semi-resident. We get um, American kestrels who are semi-resident, but about 80% are only here in the, in the fall and winter. So um, for people who are listening to us, what do they have to bring when they come for a tour with you? To go out on a tour with me, you need... A good binocular if you have one. If not, I have some to lend, not rent, lend. Um, you need some shoes with closed toes so you don't get grass seeds between your toes and can't sit down to take them out. You need clothing that you can layer because it can be much cooler in the morning when we start than as the day progresses. And you need some curiosity about birds. Do we have any special day or how they can book with you, how people know about you? Uh, forget more information about the birding I offer. You can go to bcsbirds, all one word, dot com. That's a reference to birds in the state of Baja California Sur, and it has some my own advertisement, my card on there, my phone number, and my email address, and also a list of hotels that are more or less eco-friendly and, and we recommend them. What do you think, Loretta, is a wonderful, uh, a wonderful place for wear washing? The, the, the bird population here is the standard desert stuff drawn to little puddles of water. There are a lot of little puddles of water around here up in the mountains and there's some artificial lakes and of course the coast. And that combination of wild desert and water is a bird magnet. There are really a lot of birds available to see here. Other things that Laredo has to offer, of course, are several kinds of whale watching, some world-class sport fishing, fantastic diving and snorkeling, uh, many, many hiking trails up in the mountains and mule packing trips and horse riding trips. And did I mention food? This is a food town. There's a lot of really, really good food in this town. <laughs> There are a lot of high-class uh, restaurants. There are a lot of kind of medium budget restaurants and there are a lot of really really good cooks thank you Tom uh, can you tell us what is your favorite uh, bird here in Loreto and in the world oh. your favorite just about one or two <laughs> or do you have like many when people ask me what's my favorite bird I say that one <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you 
thank you again, uh, Tom. Um, thank you to all to listen to us and please keep following us by uh, our social media and website. Thank you so much. Bye.